You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Klim, alongside my right-hand man, Mr. Kev. And folks, we have a special guest co-host tonight, our man from Alabama fa- Alabama Twitter fame, and our good buddy, Cruz Oxenrider. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me back. Oh, we are excited to have you back, man. I, I got to tell you how bad your Saints suck without Michael Thomas, which is kind of killing my take a little bit now. At least my yeah, team has a win. We have a tie. It counts. <laughs> that does not count. Hey, um, even though you're sad about the Saints, congrats on the uh, Stanley Cup, but yes. also congrats on the Rays winning the AL East. I appreciate number, number that. One the Yankees didn't. Number one seed in the AL. I I, I called it before the end of the year. I would love to see Tampa go to the World Series. It makes no sense. I would love to know. Can I have an all Florida World Series, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'd find a way to sneak in. I promise you I would. Uh, We'd join you. I would join you for that. (laughs) That'd be hysterical because they're doing a bubble. Like, the playoffs are in Arlington, I think. Yeah. Is that where it is? Great. All Florida, but you got to play in Texas. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, at least one team, at least a championship game will be held because, you know, the Astros can't do it without cheating. Uh, But – Yes, shout out to my Tampa Bay Lightning, first ever professional sporting event I ever went to as a child. I was hooked ever since, rocking my Stamkos jersey. Uh, went from being swept as the number one overall seed last year uh, by an eight seed in the first round to you know world champions. So big shout out to them. Uh, I'm having a pretty good year. I got my Rays. I got I got my Lightning. I got my Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. Uh, Alabama is off to a hot start. Don't really want to talk about my Saints right now. And uh, but yeah, I can't really complain. Now you know what it's like to be a Boston fan. I uh, know. Uh, I need a couple more parades before that happens. <laughs> it's been two yeah, years. Like Boston fans are like the "woe is me, but you're rich" kind of t- kind of uh, <laughs> fans, I guess. It's been two years, and I'm sad. Oh, it's like oh. where. You- it's like instead of, uh, you know, g- getting a uh, $40 or a 40 bottle of scotch, you got to settle for the 30. So, you know, God forbid you don't have to go to a parade for a couple of years. No, buy basically, a shirt. It, it's basically like he went from black label to red for Johnny Walker. It's not like he's losing that much. Okay, um, I, I don't <laughs> like scotch, so we're going to go. It's like I went from Sinatra blend to like Evan Williams. Oh, ew. oh. No, Evan Williams is like you going like 0-16, you big baby. (laughs) All right, fine. It's like I went from Sinatra Brando to just like – You're not the Jets. I mean, God. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Come on. Like at least your coach coach actually has his brain screwing correctly. Uh, I met a a Jets fan at the bar. He's actually now a a permanent subscriber of our show. Actually ran him at our gym too. He literally said to me, he goes, dude, at the bar, I was hoping so hard for a Jets loss – and I got my wish, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> it's that dark in Jets fandom. I mean, you probably didn't have to wish that hard. I mean, they could have done it without it. <laughs> I know. The Colts defense is just something different. But uh, all right. So last night we had what was supposed to be a great Monday Night Football game. But honestly, the score didn't really reflect how competitive it was. Mahomes just was on a different level. Five total touchdowns. And it was on the first drive when Judon got 
beat across the edge by Mahomes. He's not a fast quarterback. He's an improviser. He's not a speed guy. Smoked him off the corner, walked into the end zone. I'm just like, oh, boy, that's how this game's going to go. So, yeah, final score, 34-20. Kansas City improved to 3-0. Guys, first impressions of the game last night. Kev, I'll let you go first. Uh, First off, I called it. I said the loss of Earl Thomas would hurt the Ravens a lot, and there would be a lot of deep balls thrown with those speedy boys that the Chiefs have. My dad, I think, actually wants to disown me because on the (laughs) Hardman touchdown when he started, kind of lined up close to the line and got wide open down the field – my dad texted me because he was upstairs. He's like, how did he get that wide open? And I said, Hardman's a speedy boy. And I mm-hmm. think my dad was never more disappointed to me than at that moment. But, <laughs> what, your grammar? <laughs> yeah, I said, I spelled it B-O-I. So I think <laughs> he's been hanging out with me too much. Yeah, fair. Um, Just but me. also, still, he'll love me anyway. Also, I learned I am smarter than the people on NFL Network because they all picked the Ravens to win. And I knew that that was a bad take. I only took the Ravens because I felt like the Chiefs are going to have that one game where they take off. But little I know, their takeoff game was them almost losing to San Diego. So I just had a bad week of picks this week, honestly. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But my my first reaction was, and Cruz will get you second because mine's quick. Baltimore is... I looked at I looked at the games I looked at the teams last night. There's about six teams in the NFL that are legitimate contenders, and the rest are just like a mix mash of crap. Are going to be fine in two weeks, and are like are and I don't know. Basically, it's ball, Kansas City is so high above everyone else that it's not even funny. Then you go into like the Seattle, Baltimore. You could throw in the Packers, but I think they're going to fall down because I swear to God they they have the most flawed like concept of winning games. Uh. I don't know. I guess we'll keep Tennessee in there for now. But Buffalo. Buffalo, their defense finally woke up. The end of that game scared me a little bit. But the Rams, I think, are legitimate. Are are not as bad as me and Kev thought they were going to be. I didn't think the girly thing affected them that much, but apparently it did. So I, I would say that it's going to be interesting going forward what all the teams look like. I also think week five we'll know. So, like, a lot of teams are hurting injuries. A lot also like come on, my I'm in a division where basically the winner is going to either be like eight and eight or ten and six, and they're going to be like, like it's going to come down to like the last week of the season. But it's it's the NFL is so weird this year, and it almost is a perfect time. But the thing is, we it, we can almost kind of zero in who's coming at AFC East. I don't see the Chiefs getting knocked off unless Baltimore figures out some way to stop the deep ball and get Lamar going vertically to attack the one weak spot of that defense, which is their second. I guess their secondary is not their weak spot, but it's like it's softer than a lot of teams are. So, Cruz, what did you think of the game last night? Uh, I, I actually I – well, uh, so I picked Kansas City to win this game. Uh, my Super Bowl pick was actually Saints-Ravens. I thought the Ravens would end up having a better record than Kansas City, and they would end up getting the one seed and <laughs> knocking him off in the playoffs. Um. I mean, it's Kansas City and then everybody else. I mean, it's not even close. Kansas City can play defense now, and the fact that they can play defense is a scary thing. Um, I, I look at I look at Kansas City, and they can score whenever they choose to. I mean, that game last night it should have been it should have been so much worse than what it was. I mean, you take away a drop touchdown right before the half uh, after a after a fumble, then. They're driving again, first possession after halftime, fumble it away. 
I mean, that game should have been, you know, 45 to 10 uh, at one point. Uh, and it's not that Baltimore is not good. It's Baltimore is not built to come back from behind. They are a run the ball down your throat, play complimentary defense, and kill the clock. So the fact that they were down so much, it's Lamar is not meant to throw 45 passes or 50 passes like Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and stuff like that are you accustomed to doing. And so mm-hmm. I thought that's why it was so lopsided is that Kansas City did a great job containing Lamar. Didn't really he had a couple big runs, but man, they were playing containerly well. I thought the secondary, you know, Tyron Matthew, uh, that rookie they have out of Louisiana Tech played really well. Um, I, th- I finally think Kansas City's defense woke up, which is the worst possible thing in the world for the AFC and the NFL. Um, I think I think it's Kansas City is in a tier of its own, and then and then yeah, you go you know you list it. I think I think Green Bay is really good. I think uh, I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo, the way they play defense and the way Josh Allen looks this year, can possibly keep up with them. Pittsburgh's no slouch either, the way their defense looks. Um, Tennessee, I, I'm i not going to put any faith in Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I, that team will go as far as Derrick Henry can take them. Uh, but no, I, I, thought, I thought last night Kansas City sent a message to everybody who said, hey, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Fair enough. I have a hot take about that, the Chiefs-Ravens game, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Cruz, do you bet or gamble at all in sports? Uh, so, I'm not this year. I have in the past. This year, I, I took a break. Um, so, my bookie's very disappointed. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I dabble every once in a while. So, the over-under for that game was 54 and a half. <laughs> Gabe finished at 54, and I think I know why. It was because of a missed extra point from one of the best extra point kickers in the league. I think Andy Reid, who's Mormon, has such a problem against gambling that he decided he was doing whatever he could to make sure the under hit to punish people for gambling. Oh, yeah. The the first the first quarter um, over was 10. And because of a, and because of the uh, mixed extra point on the first drive. It didn't hit. It's <laughs> so many people lost money off that. I mean, those, I there is some there is some lucky guy in Vegas who was smart enough to take the under of this game and walk away. Um, I thought this was going to be like a Rams Chiefs game from 2018 where it was just score after score after score after score, and the first defense to make a stop one. And you know, but I mean, like I said, Kansas City's defense decided it was like, hey, we're we're good too. And we, you know, that I think their de- I think their defensive line is very underrated. I mean, Chris Jones is a monster. Frank Clark is speedy. Can't count out the Honey Badger. Uh, they've drafted well over the last couple of years. Uh, so I mean, it's, I mean, this. I'm not gonna go out on a limb and say they're gonna win six rings like like Brady and stuff. But I mean, I I don't see them going away anytime soon. I have one theory, and I was just looking at their schedule, and I was looking at like what, what happened the last three weeks. I want to see what happens when they play a legitimate pass rush. Because of the plays I watched last night, the one of course, the double screen to Kelsey, which was hysterical. It's like something out of like a backyard BS kind of game. Then the shuffle pass to Sherman. Mahomes has the, all the time in the world just to walk around and just screw around and throw deep balls. And even if he gets a little pressure from Judon or Campbell, he had time because it wasn't really a pass rush. 
I want to see what happens when you create some chaos in front of him and make him because like the the Chargers did it for the first half. It wasn't like it was like a a secret, and then you know Ingram gets injured and they start coming back and yada yada. Yeah. The, the first legitimate pass which they play is Oakland with Max Crosby. That's the first. I mean, I guess I I guess semi-legitimate. It's kind of like the same thing, like um like uh the same level as Baltimore and New England. Same all coming here. Their their first good defense they play. And I will say is a good defense, and it's like solid. Is they play Buffalo Week Six. Yeah. Now Buffalo, Sean McDermott's a smart head coach. If he can get after Mahomes and cause some chaos, that could be a game that could be so close, like you could drop a needle and hit both sides. I no, think it's I, just yeah. right now. And like they play Denver, but Chubb and Miller are both like you know Miller's out for the season, Chubb's in and out. Uh, after that. If the next legit ta- pass rush to play is Tampa Bay with Shaq Barrett. And then after that, you get your you get your Saints. And that's Davenport it. Davenport will be back. That's the only team yeah. that's legitimate pass. They're gonna, they might go 15-1 to 1 this year. Because I feel like the only way you're going to stop that team is if you cause uncontrollable chaos in front of Mahomes and you don't let him get outside. You kind of have to play like this perfect defense. But if you can pull it off, if you have the personnel for it, it w- could cause some problems for them. There, I, I don't disagree with that. I think a team that the, – the problem with the Chiefs, though, is that, yeah, you can play great defense, but you still got to keep up. I, I, I don't see – I mean, Baltimore has a – I thought they were the most stacked top-to-bottom defense going in the league. I mean, their secondary is good. Yeah, they lost Earl Thomas, but Marlon Humphrey and Jimmy Smith are great. They have a – a great D line. Their linebackers are studs. I mean, Patrick Queen, the rookie out of LSU, who the Saints should have taken in the first round. He was literally sitting there waiting for him. And they, you know, great. I need the O line help, so I get it. But still, I mean, I thought that they were a perfect, you know, match for Kansas City because they're fast, they're young, they're, you know, they can stop the run, they can get after the pass, they force turnovers. Marcus Peters knows, and, and you know, and, and you know, Andy Reid is just on another level. I, I think, you know, I, I don't think until last year Andy Reid got enough credit for what he really did. I think the only thing he just needed to do was win a Super Bowl. Um, but I think, I think Buffalo, I, I like that. I think their offense and their defense can play and stay up with Kansas City, um, Tampa Bay. Look, I'm still not sold. I'm not sold. I'm not either. But I'm saying. You know, you're the best team. No, don't get me wrong. Their defense is good. I don't think their offense is keeping up with them. Congrats. Their two wins. Yeah, you played a Denver team who lost their two best All Pros, and mm-hmm. they're down on their third string quarterback. Uh, and you guys beat barely a uh, Christian McCaffrey less Panthers. Uh, you got handled, and I mean handled by the Saints with no fans. Uh, Michael Thomas was hurt, and Drew Brees is a shell of himself. So I think that, you know, I honestly think that November or December 20th in new Orleans, where I fully expect there to be fans in the, in the crowd. And I think it's going to make a huge difference. And this is probably going to make some people mad. Cause I am not a huge fan of this team. I think Atlanta, uh, they, I think they're the only team offensively who weapon to weapon can keep up with them. Are they going to stop them? No, but is Kansas city going to stop them? <clears throat> no. It's uh, it's just 
Someone put Dan Quinn in a box and lock it and don't let him on the sidelines and Atlanta can keep up in this game too. Um, but yeah, Kansas city should finish 14 and two or 15 and one. Fair enough. Quick point. Uh, Jared, you are disrespecting Chase Winovich, one of the best graded edge rushers in the NFL this year. He has the second highest run stopping grade. He has a pretty high pass rushing grade. I don't have the exact number. Big game last week, forced to fumble out of Derek Carr. He will be a difference maker in that Chiefs-Pats game. All right. But I think I think I do know the Chiefs' kryptonite. Uh, I don't know if you saw, Cruz. Patrick Mahomes announced with his now fiance Brittany, whatever, don't really care what her last name is, yeah. that they're having a baby. Congratulations, Patrick can Mahomes. You, can you think of the last high-profile quarterback who had a baby? In the middle of the season? Not middle of the season. It's going to be nine months from now. Oh, um, I know, cause Kevin's, oh. yeah, I know. Jared knows where I'm going. Uh, uh clearly not Taysom Hill, so I don't Cruz, know who it is. Look <laughs> at my damn face. It's Carson Wentz. Yeah. Oh. And it's a big joke right now, cause the Virgin Carson Wentz was amazing, and now the Chad Carson Wentz, who's had sex, sucks. <laughs> That explains a lot why Taysom Hill fumbled that football. He just had a kid. So, man, yeah. this makes so much sense. Notice Tim him... Tebow got married. He's stuck in the minors for the Mets. All right. <laughs> Let's try to move on to six-pack reactions. We'll speed oh, come on. This is the worst thing we've talked about on this. <laughs> we talked talk about, about OBJ fans, Kevin. We talked about fucking OnlyFans with you. Okay? I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> All right. It got dark during the offseason. It okay? was sports-related. Antonio Brown was featured oh, on someone's only. God, yeah, nobody wants to see that. Ne- and Blackstone Black Burris made an OnlyFans. All right, Jesus By Christ. the way, right. Raids up 3-1 to one against the Blue Jays right now. Game one. So. There you go. Yeah. All right. Moving on to six-pack reactions for the f- – ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in the history of this segment, Mr. Kevin has beaten me in a picks – I have undefeated. Even Savannah never beat me. Kevin won four, seven to four over myself. Thanks, Oakland. You suck. Um, and thanks, Baltimore. You're a disappointment. But Oakland was a bad pick. Oakland was me getting ballsy. That's what it was. I was riding high on some stuff in my personal life and the fact that I picked Oakland to beat uh, the Saints. So I really was riding high on Oakland and I was going to roll with them. Because they're, like, they're kind of like that second or third team I roof for with Tennessee because um, I have family members who are Raiders fans. But, yeah, so Kevin, I t- me and Kevin both took Pitt over Louisville, both took Auburn over Kentucky. We both took the Bills over the Rams. I, of course, took the Raiders. He took the, the Pats. Kev nailed his upside pick with Kansas City, even though it's not much of an upset. And Packers and Saints, we both airballed. Um, yeah. Great game, though. Good game. Oh, yeah, phenomenal. Um. I nailed Miami thumping Florida State. I should get bonus points for how bad I beat him. And then Kevin, by the skin of his teeth on his gimme pick, snuck out with A&M over Vandy. <laughs> I oh, you remember that the team I picked to finish second in the SEC West? <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking about that as I watched that. But so no, all right, look, I figured they were a minus 31 in that game. I didn't think they were going to cover, but I figured they would at least win by a touchdown or two. Yeah, they uh, – Saturday is not going to be good for them. <laughs> yeah. Who does who A&M play Saturday? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute, but we'll, uh, who do they play a quick answer? They Bama? play 
Oh, yeah, it's going to be a freaking... In Tuscaloosa. Oh, God, it's going to be a beatdown. All right. Also, I want to point out, the Chiefs pick, it, it was kind of upset. They were three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Yeah, I think that was basically just off Baltimore I mean, that's hype. Flip them. I mean, I mean, that's just that's, because. I mean, you know. anything, anything like if you're at home, you're basically get a field goal regardless. That's how NFL betting works. So it's a point five favorite, but I'll give it to Kev this time because no, honestly, it's six and a half. Is six and a half? The Chiefs were oh, at home. Smoke. The Chiefs were at home, so if they're a three and a half point underdog, then you have to add three to get it even. Jesus, the Chiefs are free. Vegas is smoking crack. All right, let's go to the one-sentence game because Kevin is going to yell at me if I don't let him go first. Thursday Night Football, the the facial hair battle, Stash versus Beard, Dolphins-Jags. Kevin, what's your sentence? I guess Beard's over mustache. I think that's what we learned. Vintage. Fitzpatrick. Bruce? Want to see Tua. I'm for that. It's good. Yeah. I like it. All right. Texans at Steelers. Kevin? Uh, don't get too excited, Steelers fans. Wait till you play an actual team. Yeah. Um, free to Sean Watson. That, even though he did DeAndre Hopkins dirty, I, uh, yeah, for, like, God Houston's freaking t- – I thought – you know, I thought I had it bad as an Eagles fan, but then I realized there's Houston available. There Houston's available. I will never have it as bad as Houston. All right, yeah. Cruz. Someone call Bill. Someone needs to save Deshaun Watson from that franchise. He is – honestly, Sean Payton should get on the phone and call Bill O'Brien, offer him a fourth-round pick and Taysom Hill – and give us Deshaun Watson and JJY. And he'll probably say yes. I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. I mean, good God, he can be Mahomes Lamar like, but he it's not gonna be in Houston. Whoa, whoa, whoa. JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson, that's gonna well, take yeah, Bill at are... least a third round pick in Taysom Hill. Ah, you're probably right. Plus I'll take Will Fuller too. In the 2035 draft. Come on. All right. So, next up, 49ers, Giants. I'll take this one first. Practice squad 36, Giants 9. Kevin? Uh, Fire Gettleman. (laughs) Oh, my God, they're bad. It's that sticky turf. Yeah, definitely. No Saquon, no luck. Daniel Jones is trash. Bonus! (laughs) (laughs) I well listen, Kevin knows this. I am the biggest Daniel Jones hater because I watched him play us at Miami three years in a row, and I watched his running backs win him the games against us when they actually won, and I watched him lose games when they lost. I mean, he in never his defense, was- you said practice squad thirty six Giants. I like outside of Andrew Thomas, his O line is basically a practice squad. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's terrible, but it's also the Giants. We expect them to suck, but they we thought maybe they'd catch a little break against the all-backups all team. All right, Raiders at Patriots. God damn it, Gruden, get the ball to Waller. I love Cam Newton. Patriots are no joke. They're the real deal. They are. Uh, they are what we feared they would be this year. I honestly think they're better this year than they were last year. Offense, I, yes. Defense, maybe. 
right. Titans, Vikings. <laughs> Minnesota. That was that. Uh, that game was just. I watched that field goal at the end on red zone, and I just sat there at the bar laughing hysterically. Yeah, uh, probably. Uh, you like that? There you go. Uh, <laughs> Vikings doing their best Falcons impression. <laughs> Perfect. No, that's, a, that's a Buffalo Bills. <laughs> no, they have to shank the field goal to lose. Come on. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. The Washington football team versus Cleveland. Finally, a running team. This isn't Baker Mayfield's team anymore. This is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb's team. Kevin? Uh, Browns have their first winning record since, like, 2015. 2014, actually, I think. Yeah. Trust me. Browns Twitter. I have a lot of Browns fans on my friends list. It's been annoying. My sentence is... How many games will Chubb win, but Baker will almost lose? <laughs> <laughs> At least five. Oh, yeah. I, and the way the defense looks and the way the running game looks, I don't see why that can't be an 8-9-1 team. Fair enough, especially because, you know, um, Cincinnati is still Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh is a, the fakest 3-0 team I've ever seen in my life. Hey, the Bears are still 3-0. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Rams, Bills. I'm going to an old favorite from the corner booth, the Clems Corner on WSI Radio in College. In Josh Allen, I trust. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I love that they came They held on and won. That's, that's the best part about it. I'm probably going to have to say... Bills Mafia 2.0. I think this is they're building something like the Bills of the 90s. Uh, hopefully this time when they get to the Super Bowl they can win it. And it will not come down to a field goal, but I think Buffalo is legit this year. Remember a couple years ago when the Bills broke their playoff drought because the Bengals won in Week 17 and they just sent Andy Dalton free wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo owes the ref who called pass interference on that play free wings for life. Uh, I don't know. I didn't didn't look like pass interference to me. I don't know. I've never. I mean, it's not like the Rams have ever well, been from an office. This, of, yeah. As a, as a Saints fan, I feel like you're the biggest complainer of pass interference on the planet. So I thought you'd definitely have an opinion about this one. Because apparently, I, no, no, I didn't push anything. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see anything. I, didn't, All right. I thought it was a clean play. Fair. All right. Bears and Falcons. The Falcons, I think it uh, like what's what's worse than a loss to the bear the Bears when the guy who beat you twice in the back to back back seasons is the quarterback Nick Foles alive and well. Oh, I got so I have two for this. First one. Dan Quinn, lifetime contract. <laughs> and number two, Big Dick Nick is back. <laughs> he With is the visor. Back. The visor. The visor. Oh, my God. Oh. The game of the, that was my game of the week. I thought it was so much fun to watch. How the hell does Dan Quinn still have a job? My I God. don't know, but 
God bless he's him. Got Arthur, he's got Arthur Blank at gunpoint. He probably um, has pictures of Arthur Blank on Epstein's Island. <laughs> That's wow. the only explanation why he has a job. They went right. to Magic City and split some wings. That's, you know. Be nice to me, guys. I'm still kind of t- – I'm semi-irritated. Uh, Bengals, Eagles, a tie. A damn tie. Dog, you suck. God, it's 08 all over again. It's Jalen time. Hurts mania. He fumbled, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, Carson Wentz hasn't? Yeah, no, but his was so bad. I was like, oh, buddy. <laughs> Peterson looked at him and goes, all right, calm down. He tried to pull the ball out of Sanders' arms, which doesn't work in the pros. It's too fast. He tried to do the full re-option pull, and it just bounced off of Sanders' thigh, and literally he had to take a nosedive onto it or else they were, gonna, they were already down. This is right after Cincinnati scored again. And then Doug's like, all right, Carson, just, just for the love of God, just do something. I don't know. He did. Cam, Newton looks, Cam Newton's looked pretty good at the full re-option stuff this year. I know, but Cam's Another, also you know, Cam, Cam Cam Newton. Then you got Jalen. I Jalen Hurts will get there. I think he just get, keep getting proud. I love that he's a backup though. That is one thing I'm very happy about because Nate Sudfeld is just a joke. Jared, um, you go on Twitter during these games. I, I ignore you until the end of the game because I because you're at you. Did you see my tweet? Yeah, and then you go never mind when you realize the damn ball was tipped. No, that's not why oh. I said never mind. I. So I tweeted at Jared, at Belly of Jared, Carson Wentz has already thrown a pick. Couldn't be, like, glad he's not my quarterback. And then two plays later, the Pats came, uh, Cam Newton threw a pick. You know the worst part is about both interceptions on Sunday? And this is, and then we'll move on to the 4 o'clock games. Is the first one was tipped. Deshaun Jackson was open. And the ball got tipped by, by alignment line of scrimmage. That's not Wentz's fault. Made the right read. Ball got tipped. The second one... Zach Ertz took the wrong shoulder on a fade route, and it got he got boxed out for a ball. And I just wanted to rip my rip my hair, head off because that man does not deserve a contract if he starts making big plays again. All right, um, four o'clock games. Whoo, Panthers and Chargers. Austin Eckler should go hide in a hole somewhere. Ah. Uh. The band wasn't on the field, you know. That was that was mine. Uh, I mean, it was yeah. that could have been play of the year. He had it. It was a clear lane. Keenan Allen did his job. It was a great pitch. It was, and Austin Eckler had the angle. It, you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember uh, USC Texas Rose Bowl? Reggie Bush breaks it, pitches it. That fullback catches it. He's gone. He's gone to the house. Mm. The, the yeah. first thing my mind went to during that it was back in the days, back in the old days when I used to just watch USC because of Reggie Bush. Kev, I was ready to admit I was wrong about Justin Herbert, and then he loses to the Panthers. Hey, watch how you talk about my boy Teddy B though. Teddy B's putting up some numbers. He's not bad. I'm just saying, like, unfortunately for him. Stuff. It's awful. Cruz, you, me, and Kev can light him up on a 7-7 seven and seven drill. Uh, who, Teddy? No, the no, Panthers the, defense. The Panthers oh, defense. oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they got, I mean, yeah, Keekley's gone. McCoy's gone. Uh, Thomas Davis has been gone for a while. I mean, that, that – I will say they are not the team 
that everyone expected them to be in the beginning of the year. I don't think that they're going to win one or two games and tank for Trevor. I think they could be a six, seven win team is, I mean, once McCaffrey comes back, I mean, their offense is putting up pretty decent numbers. Uh, but I mean, they're probably going to have to fight not to finish dead last in the division. I'm going to say fight not to finish dead last in the conference. Um, no right, chance right. of John. No chance. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I know. They're going to finish in the bottom five, though. They're going to get a top ten pick again, which is it's good for Rule, though. Honestly, that's the best case scenario for him and yeah. Bridgewater. Get them a weapon. Get your boy Jalen. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Waddle. Holy mother. That catch was insane. Um, <laughs> Jets and Colts. Jets and Colts. We'll make this one quick because this game should have been over quick. Um, I love uh, Jonathan Taylor. Sam still seeing ghost. That was going to be mine, actually. <laughs> Freaking, uh, we're both. You know what? Kevin o- How the hell does Gates still have a job, too? Oh, no. If he is, I mean, the reports are going on. Woody I mean, Johnson's loses. just a moron. That, he, it, his team is awful. I mean, it's it's bad. I mean, this organization is just an embarrassment. I mean, a couple of years ago, they were fighting for playoff spots with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. But, I mean, damn, man, they are bad. Yeah, and Cruz they're going to ruin Sam Darnold's career. Yeah. Well, that's what Gase does. Look at Ryan Tannehill. Sucked yeah. in Miami with Gase and then went to Tennessee, looked like a somewhat viable starting quarterback. I mean, damn, let Sam, let Sam come down to NOLA. Sean Payton, come take care of him. He can come throw to, you know, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas for the next five years. I'd be okay with it. All right, yeah. Kev, over under how many times? If uh, if the Jets lose on Thursdays when they're playing, Gase is yep. done. All the players are gonna pull a pull a full longest yard. Um, so Kevin, I want we're gonna do an over under here. How many times do you think Cruz is gonna say another quarterback's coming to the Saints? Should come to the Saints? I'm going three more. <laughs> How many more games do we have? <laughs> Eight, six or seven. I'm gonna go two or three. Okay, yeah. I think okay, now so that he knows. So even money is two. Well, I think now that he knows we're talking about this, he's either going to say it for every single team or he's going to stop saying it. I texted you this and then showed I'll, it to him after. No, I'm I'm good. I, I, you know, look, I'll be honest. So, I mean, it's fine. But, I mean, I, save Deshaun and save, <laughs> and save Darnold, man. Just get him out oh, of there. Oh, the one touchdown by the Jets. Cruz, you know who was by? My boy Braxton Berrios of the U. Oh, my God. I missed that little midget. <laughs> you know he's he's the perfect New England guy. I'm surprised he's not in New England anymore. I'm surprised. I know anymore anymore. I'm surprised he's he's. I mean he's a basically cookie cutter generic white boy wide receiver. That's Bill Belichick's bread and butter. That's the best part. He runs like a four four. Oh no, he's a flyer and he's a good punt returner too. So that's I. He's Scotty Miller, but North. Um, you see all quick receivers, all short white receivers we have. They have to start as a punt returner. Or they have to be cast off from other teams. They can't start here. Yeah. We have Gunnar Jeff Thomas, so. We have Gunnar Olszewski as our punt returner, so it couldn't be Braxton Barrios for that. And he started here, so he wasn't a cast off. All right. Um, Cowboys at Seahawks. Damn it, DK, don't be Deshaun. Hold on till the end. Dak's got to start making those Tony Romo plays if he wants money. 
Russell Wilson MVP. Well said, sir. He was my preseason pick. You can, you can check it on Twitter. I said he was gonna be. He was gonna be before the first game. Let Russ cook, man. It's working. He's finally. He's finally getting you know the respect he deserves. He's well deserved. He's been probably the most consistent quarterback in the NFL since he's got in in 2012. He's got DK Metcalf as long as he can actually run all the way into the end zone before celebrating. But man, I Russell Wilson's so much fun to watch. Look, as long as he gets more votes than Derek Carr, I think that's an improvement for him. Oh. (laughs) That's my favorite fact. Derek Carr has more MVP votes than Russell Wilson. Yeah, 2016. Oh, my God. Um, All right. Buccaneers at Broncos. Awesome, Tom. You beat a garbage team. Saints are still better. Tell you what. That's not saying much. Uh, no, I mean, people are ready to crown them. They're, you know, they're two and one. They're first in the NFC South for the first time in years. It's not saying much, guys. You beat a bad Panthers team. You beat a bad Denver team with their, I doubt their best players and two of their quarterbacks. And Saints didn't even play that good of a game and still shut you down. Let's, let's see it. I'm not sold yet. I, I still don't think that they are this dream team everyone thinks they are oh no we we i said 08 eagles on the mark i've been saying that for weeks scotty miller another great patriots receiver of the future oh god yeah, he's good <laughs> there you go all right i wonder if you guys can get my reference from my from our next game i'm gonna go first lions at cardinals matt Prater, right pretty you pal Saturday Night Live, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey. I was my fantasy team for like years. I was a draft Prater as my kicker, but oh my god! I mean, I you know every time I try to give up, the Detroit Lions are that bad friend that I need to get rid of because I pick them every year to be semi decent because I, I think it's I have a soft spot for Sam Matt Stafford as our former co- our former member Mark Riley knows very well. Um, Better than Andrew Luck because he's still playing. Uh-huh. Low blow. And uh, yeah, no, but that was that was crazy. All right, Kev. Andy Isabella, another great Patriots receiver of the future. I gotta I gotta make a corny short joke here. Kyler came up short. Oh. Dude, that was cornier than cheese nachos, man. Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. No, I it was. Hey, I actually, this was actually a really fun game to watch. Uh, you know, the Lions are always one of those teams that you know, yeah, their record never really shows it, but they're 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 always in it. They took the Bears to the wire if it wasn't for a uh, you know a Georgia player dropping the ball once again in the end zone. You know, they they could be looking at two and one right now. Um, you know, look, they play New Orleans this weekend. Uh, I'm not exactly the most confident person in the world with Nat Stafford coming in. Uh, you know, but Kyler Murray, though, he's so much fun to watch. Watching him run the football is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's I can't take my eyes off of it. Um, all right. Next up, Saints Packers. My sentence, I have a better arm than Drew Brees at this point. Kevin, Drew Brees looks lost without Michael Thomas. Baby, come back. 
You can bring for Trey Lance. I've seen enough. This team uh, is lost. I don't know what it is. On paper, this team, there's no reason this team shouldn't be one of the best in the NFL. Yes, Michael Thomas is hurt, and I really do think that's affecting it. Emmanuel Sanders, you know, it's not looking good. The play calling has been bad. The penalties, oh my God, what? It was a, every other play was a penalty for the Saints. I mean, this is, if, uh, let me put it like this. If the Saints lose to the Lions or the Chargers in the next two weeks, it might be time to see what Jameis Winston looks like on the field. I am ecstatic for this. It is so hard watching a guy like Drew Brees play the way he has because we've seen him in his prime throwing bombs and dots in these incredible touch passes and it's just not there. And then and then the next drive, you watch Aaron Rodgers with the flick of a wrist throw at 60 yards, and it's literally the sexiest throw I've ever seen in my life. It's just – it's tough. but I will say it was a good game. Uh, Alvin Kamara is a freak of nature. He's not human. He is – he's the best running back in the NFL to me. I don't even think it's close. Wow, that's an off take. Um, so, top to bottom, receiving and running, I think he – when healthy, he is the best running back in the NFL. Wow, that was like me saying Sanders is a top five back right now. All right, here we go. Cruz, you broke officially broken the record for the longest sentence in the one sentence game. You beat Savannah's record of like a hundred words. So congratulations. Went on the Saints rant. I knew it was gonna happen. Couldn't. Oh uh, yeah, I was waiting for it. Kev, you got one for me, quick. Didn't I already give it? I don't know. Yeah. Did you? I, I, I forgot. Lost without Michael Thomas. Oh, yeah, it's true. I'm sorry. I forgot. I got, kind of got blended the Cruz's paragraph in half after a while. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, we can't because we like it. I was I, I was going to actually make a corner booth bets for Cruz's first Cruz's first official full episode. I was going to see how long a Saints ran would go. You feel, Hey, listen, you fulfilled your promise in your tweets. There you go. <laughs> Look, I... I I'm just Buddy, we tied the Bengals. I feel your pain. Yeah, okay, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> we played the Seahawks tight and beat the Brock or beat the Raiders. So shut up, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Chiefs, Ravens. Patrick Mahomes is better than you. Accept it. The half a billion dollar man. <laughs> Lamar Jackson looked as lost as Drew Brees out there. That's being nice. <laughs> All right. That wraps up the one sentence game. Folks, it's time to talk to what, the main event, what we brought our boy back for. A little Mac Jones, a little Derek King, a little college football. He's ready to rock and roll. Let's go. Cruz, we got to talk Alabama, Missouri, because I can't flip into this game because Kevin, fi- I finally convinced myself to buy UTGV and stop mooshing off Kevin. Um, I watched a little Mac Jones look impressive to me. Uh, he's definitely, his arm strength is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And Jalen Waddle is a freak. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good game in Missouri, man. They have fallen fast. So Kev Cruz go to town. I try to tell everybody. No one wanted to listen to me. I said, this kill this kid is the real deal. Give him a full 
offseason as a starter, and he will not let you down. Hey, look, he did he put up two of numbers? No. Still threw for 250. Should have had three touchdowns because that call, that touchdown that he threw to Waddle, uh, that got called back at the one. But I mean, this team is so unselfish. It's so much. It 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 reminds me so much of the McCarrens and the Coker years. This team looks on offense that they're they're just gonna get better. I mean, I feel bad for, you know, when it comes time to play a Georgia and an Auburn and an LSU because this team, the sky's the limit with this offense. And then, boys, the defense is back. Joyless murder ball has returned. This defense is fast. It is angry, and it is relentless. I don't know if you – I, no, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't know if you watched some of the blitzes that Pete Golden was sending, but there were times where the linebacker was literally in the backfield before the quarterback got the snap. I mean, they they were knocking helmets off. This defense is healthy. It's young. It's mean. It's pissed off after hearing an entire offseason of hearing that Bama does not have it anymore. I was – I. I will say, though, that missed tackles were a little concerning. First game of the year, totally get it. Uh, not a lot of spring ball or anything like that. Um, I expect that to be taken care of. Um, but I, overall, as a grade, I'd probably give it a B plus. I thought there were a few things that could be improved. But, I mean, J- Jalen Waddle for Heisman, maybe? <laughs> Really yeah, I mean, wow. My my takeaways from this are I don't know if he's gonna win the Heisman. I think that's still Mac Jones's award to lose, but I do think that Waddle is going to win the Bletnikoff. Oh, easily. He's a fin- before he was known as like the return man because that offense was so stacked. But now he's showing he can be a true number one receiver, and he's only helping his draft stock. And then look for uh, Dylan Moses, if he stays healthy, to win the Butkus and the Betnark. How he, how great was it having him back on the field? Oh, I, I was so Life-changing. upset. Life-changing. Life-changing. And I, I was very high on that win. I was very excited. I thought that last touchdown that uh, – Missouri got was a little – I didn't love it, but we had our backups in. You could see, though, why Bryce Young was not the starting quarterback, why he didn't beat out Mac Jones. I think he will be good, but he's not ready yet. But well, he's got some zip, though. He, yes. Whew, whew. It'll, be, it'll mean, be fun to ropes. see next year. Ropes. I, mean, I have one I, concern. One concern about this team, and that is the secondary. It is young. It's very young. I think as a unit, it could be good as the season goes on. My concern is, and I might be too hard on him because I saw him get torched as a true freshman against Clemson one year, I think. Might have been Georgia. Are you talking about Sertan? Yeah. He is our best corner, and that is a problem. No, I mean, I will say Sertan, he he reminds me a lot of uh, Marshawn Lattimore in the league. Shows up when he's interested 
when he's on and he's ready to go, he'll shut you down. Ask Mike Evans, ask ask Julio, um, ask Amari Cooper. He'll shut you down. He ain't into it. You can get you can get a hundred on him. You can you can get cheat touchdowns on him. He did the Auburn games is a perfect example. He let that tight end catch in the back of the end zone. Uh, when he he just it kind of looked like he kind of gave up on the play a little bit. Um, I thought he played well. I thought also uh, Joby played well as well on the other side. Um, I'm not reading too much into it as far as the missed tackles and a couple of um, the completions go, the bigger ones. It's first game of the year. They're on the road. You know, uh, the guy, the coach for Missouri is coming from a pass-happy offense at Appalachian State. You know, he, it's, he runs these schemes. I mean – but Missouri could have run the ball to save their lives. So, I, you know, I'll take, you know, if you're going to get an occasional big pass or two, but you're not running anywhere, you just kind of got to live with it. But overall, I thought I thought pressure-wise, pass rush-wise, I mean, Will Anderson, oh, my God. As a, as a grown man at 18 years old, I watched him embarrass – anybody who is in his way he looks clowny like in college like he looks that good yeah i mean if the pass rush is that good i think the secondary it can kind of take a back seat a little bit but like you said when he's engaged Sutan's fine but i feel like you always see him you never see him just have like a decent quiet game he's either giving up a big play or making a big play sometimes but i so when you are a top corner like that, you know, having a quiet game is not a bad thing. That just means you came to Sertan Island and you never left, you know, so I'm OK I with feel that. Like he doesn't have quiet games all the time, some, which is annoying. He's not he's not as consistent as you would like him to be. You would like That's... him to be that um, that Marlon Humphrey. That Drake Kirkpatrick that even in college, granted, I don't want to talk about him in the pros that D Milner. I mean, just you came, you came to Tuscaloosa, you came and saw him, and you never left the island. But you know, like I said, this is his year. He's projected to go top five in the draft in some cases. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of hype to live up to. Um, but I think that I think he'll show up. I think he kind of hears the chatter a little bit as well. But I mean, overall, I thought our defense compared to last year's night and day. There you go. All right, Cruz, I think we gave your fan, our fans a lot of Alabama talk. My honest opinion of the game was I still think Bama's the title favorite, and after the game we'll talk about about 20, 15 minutes. I don't see any team from the either division coming to them. It's going to be some team out of another conference, whatever it is. But we got to talk quickly about a, a, what it used to be a great rivalry, but now it's just my team smacking the daylights out of a, te- out of a team from – Trash down in Tuscaloosa. I appreciate it. And, <laughs> and I'll go Cruz first because Kevin hates the U because I love the U. Um, what did you think of the game, Cruz? Because I want to pick your brain first. Because I, I have my opinions. I'll give them off in a second. Because, yeah. but I watched the game end to end, stayed yeah. sober for most of it. Same. It was, it was definitely a fun one to watch. Like I told you, uh, it's it's so it's two two things I, I like to look at. One, Miami is they're no fraud like I thought they were. They're they're good. They they are good even without their best pass rusher who decided to opt out. Uh, I mean the pass rusher getting after it. 
I mean, Roche and Phillips. What a way to replace Russo. I mean, no, it looks great. Alblaze Jr. is a stud. Um, You know, I I think that this team is – Clemson better not make the mistake of taking them lightly. Because they will run into a buzzsaw like Notre Dame did a couple years ago in that that Saturday night game. They are – they're good, and King is so athletic. It's honestly – it's – He's like watching Braxton Miller when he was at Ohio State, the way he can run and throw the football with ease. He is so good, and I'm uh, I'm happy for you. Look, I, I know we talked in the offseason. I was like, I, I don't know what King's going to do. No, he's he's the real deal. See, I When I started the season, I was gassing King up, and then the first game, Kevin and me both watched it. And I was like, oh, God, all I do is run. We're fucked. And so then the second game against Louisville, who I think Louisville is going to be a phenomenal team this year. They're going to have a great record. I think the issue is they're good. The problem is they ran to Pitt and Miami, the three and four teams in this conference. And they're like Louisville's the five. You know what the problem is with Louisville? They're young. They're just getting back to like recovering from the Lamar Jackson years. They have a good offense. Their defense is okay. The the Louisville win was more telling to me than Florida State. If they came out and they played soft against Florida State, I was going to be worried about them down the road. I am not even going to put – I might throw five bucks as a gimme Hail Mary bet on Miami covering against Clemson. I don't – I would love – I would pray in my heart of hearts that they win, but Clemson is a different animal. Is this Miami team better than 2017? If I look down the list, yes. Almost at every position, they are better – from like their edge rushers to their corners to their safeties. I Bubba Bolden and Amari Carter are a huge jump over Jaquan Johnson and Sheldrick Redwine. The running backs. I mean, come on. Cameron Harris is a rolling tank. That guy will literally take your soul after he runs you over. And their two running backs, their new guys, Chaney and Knighton, are missiles. And they're, yeah, the they're good. We don't have Malik Rozier playing quarterback. You guys want to talk about pain? Talk about, like, you know, Kevin talked about the days of Sims playing quarterback for you guys. I, I want to take you into the nightmare that is Malik Rozier and his his psyche, but I'll, <laughs> I'll finish it with this quick. Uh, I love the offense. Lashley's the best pickup of an offense coordinator I've ever seen in my uh, – just it looked awesome. So that's that's all I'll say about Miami. Kevin, you want anything about the Miami game or no? Congrats. Y'all beat a Pop Warner team. Hey, we smacked the Pop Warner team. That's the important thing. Hey, but you did. Hey, but you did what you were supposed to do. You know, it's yeah. You I mean, play, you play who you got to play. Look, Florida State is so bad. I feel, I, I feel, I feel so bad for them. If I'm a, if I'm a Florida State player, I honestly think about sitting out the rest of the year. I I really do. I mean, they they have fallen so. Far and just think about it. They won a national championship. Well, I mean, it's so cool, that you know. team had twelve NFL starters on it. That was getting close to like 05 Texas and like not. I mean, not even the same categories like you know 01 Hurricanes, but like that team had a lot of good NFL players on it. And the thing is, like you go like their corners were Ronald Darby and Jalen Mills. Like that's two NFL. Jalen Ramsey was a freshman. And he was yeah, yeah, I mean they were stacked. But okay, put it like this then. Three years ago in the opening kickoff game, they're the number three team preseason ranked in the country. Derwin they James, fallen. all the boys. Yeah. They, yeah, they have fallen so far. So and I have my explanation. Kev hit it. It's 
Alabama broke Florida State. They broke them. They, they broke did. them. It started with Francois, and it worked its way down the, the chain, all the way down to getting rid of Willie Taggart, who I swear to God might be still on the Hurricanes payroll. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it's it's great. <laughs> Alabama didn't just break Florida State. They literally, physically and mentally, I think, broke DeAndre Francois. Which I don't even know where he's at. He's is he still uh, at Hampton? Uh, he might graduate. He has to have graduated by now. Oh, he's old because he's been around. He's been around since I was in. I was like a he was sophomore in high school. No, because he was. He was um James going into a sophomore year. He was going into a sophomore year. Uh, the Bama game when he played. So he was a sophomore. He got hurt. So I'm assuming he probably took a medical red shirt. So this is either his. He last year was his last year, or this year's his last year. But I mean, Justin Blackman's trash too. <laughs> uh, last year was his last year. Okay. Was it okay? Uh, I figured last year. Um, also, fun fact: that was Miami's biggest win in the series since 1976. Congrats. Yeah. Um. The, well, that was also even during Miami's glory days. Florida State was in their glory days too, which was kind of always cool about the rivalry. Um. So, last game I want to talk about, and we'll go into stair call and new rules for stair call. You get two sentences. You got to tell the bartender why you're staying or why you're leaving. Um. Quick thing, Mike Leach, air raid, <laughs> living and breathing. I love it. Oh, my God. Hey, do you guys think I'm crazy still for saying LSU was going to finish fourth in the SEC West? I oh, never no, thought you were crazy. Nuts, but I think also that this was their first game, and they got punched in the mouth by an upstart team. So I'll, I'll give them second or third. That, no, because they're going to fuck It was behind. everybody else's first, first game. They have no excuse. You are LSU. You claim that you're DBU. You claim that you get Miles Brennan's going to be the next Joe Burrow, and you got embarrassed. I'm apologizing for LSU. What the hell is going on? Not just there. It was everyone else's first game. That was Mississippi State's first game with a new coach. Absolutely. I understand that LSU lost their – passing coordinator because they had two different coordinators i guess for offense and their defense coordinator but people were predicting 15 and 0 with that another natty and then Co- bo, Col- bo-, bo- polini's a good coordinator bo polini is not bad but you gave up and and you can make the argument yeah i was like oh but Derek stingley was out i'm sorry Derek stingley is a great player but i've seen him get torched you gave up 620 three yards to Mississippi State not not Alabama or Texas Tech or Oklahoma or any of these other you know crazy high flying offenses Mississippi State all this means to me in this game is LSU's taking a step back Mississippi State's taking a step forward the West is going to be so much fun this year I mean yes you're going to have Alabama winning it but like the below them is going to be just this brawl for two, next three, year. four, and five. Next year is going to be so much fun. Let, like I said, I, I thought I, I think still, next I year yeah. is going to be awesome. I think Leach might even yeah. give you guys a little bit of problems, but you'll figure it out. Oh, with this it's, air raid? Oh, hundred percent. Oh, I love the air raid. I mean, I love balanced football, but there's something about the air raid that just in in the South is just so entertaining. But Kev, what's your opinions on uh, the Pirates' return? I think Mike Leach might be one of the coolest coaches in college football. Like Miss. 
Yahoo ran something. I disagree with it. But it's like, is Mississippi now the capital of college football? No, they're not. It's been one game, but they might have two of the coolest coaches in college football. Oh, got yeah. Joe Freshwater Fresh in Oxford, and then the Pirate, the Pirate. in Starkville. They so, call it Stark you know, Vegas for a reason. Mike Leach fits there perfectly. I um, love it. I, 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 I love it. Too. I love this. Mississippi State's my new favorite <laughs> SEC team. <laughs> I loved also during the game, they were talking. They're like, oh, Miles Brennan hasn't started in f- four years. Last start came in high school. He's been beat out twice. Like, now's his time. He waited. Like, no, it looks like there was a reason he got beat out twice and hasn't started. Yeah, I never get that. Can somebody ever explain to me that argument? I get it's hype, but, like, if a guy gets beat out th- twice, it's not because it's his turn. Like, damn. Like, I, you think these guys have learned by now. Like, it's. Like, Matt Jones lost to Tua because Tua is, like, the messiah to Alabama quarterback. generational talent. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, the best quarterback you guys will probably ever have, at least for the next couple years. I mean, we don't know about this new kid. Uh, what's his name? Bryce. Bryce Young. Bryce, Bryce Young. He may be out. He may be better than Tua eventually. But for now, Tua is a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback for Alabama fans. So that makes sense why Matt oh, Jones yeah. had to sit. But he – yeah. No, I, 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 I – yeah. Joe Burrow, who is a once-in-a-lifetime story – when it comes to this guy who bounced around, looked terrible, and then gets Joe Brady and starts lighting it the F up with the most perfect offense built for him. And Coach Orgeron is a national treasure. I still love that man. So I, I think he's a little – I think he's very overrated because of his personality, because people love him, because of that Cajun accent. Even though Go Tigers. I always want him to be good, really so they just think he is. No, Coach O is a – he is – he's a good CEO. He is. He he knows his strengths and weaknesses. He's a D-line. He's a D-line guy. You know, that's why he brought in this Joe Brady from the Saints because he says, look, I'm not going to win – Les Miles couldn't win this way. I'm not going to win this way. He's coaching – he was coaching for his job last year. I know people don't really want to say he was, but he was. He was coaching for his job last year, and he pulled the trigger just same as like Nick Saban did. Nick Saban pulled the trigger on Lane Kiffin, and it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to him. He pulled the trigger on Joe Brady, brought him in, changed life in Baton Rouge, and I hate to admit it because I uh, – I can't stand LSU fans. I think they, I think them and Georgia are up there for probably the most obnoxious, delusional fans in the country. But LSU was so much fun to watch last year. It, it was awesome. There, it was like watch. It was the closest thing of watching a pro team play in the NFL on offense last year, and oh. that's gone. It's it's gone. Oh, yeah. You're you're gonna win games and you're gonna bring in talent and you're going to you know sign some big names. But you know what? You guys are going to be the definition of a one hit wonder. And welcome back to finishing third in the SEC West. Fair enough. All right, we're gonna move on, folks. It's coming towards the end of the night. Me, your bartender. It's last. It's it's all right, guys. You stand for another round. We're gonna start it. We're doing three college, three pro. We'll start with pros. And we're going to start with Cruz's Saints. Cruz, are you staying and bailing on the Saints for another week? Michael Thomas is coming back this week. I'm staying. All right, he's calling his tab. Let's get him a beer. Kevin, are you staying or bailing on the Saints? I'm going to stay just because I think with Michael Thomas coming back, this offense is built for a 40-year-old Drew Brees. Fair. 
I am going to bail. It's not going to happen initially because I every time I pick tell say the Saints are going to suck, they end up making the playoffs and then blowing it in the first round, which honestly to me is not that bad. Um, so because you know the division is so crap anyway, they'll probably win it regardless. Anyway. I'm staying. I'm I'm bailing. Not initially, so I'll probably stay for another beer. But I'm bail. It's they're not going to go much longer. I see this. I see a, a Jameis Winston in my crystal ball. There's something cool on the horizon. I see some bad improvisations and a couple of yeets over the back of the end zone. I'm for it. <laughs> uh, all right, Bruce. Just so you know, Jared said two sentence minimum, and to get around that, he does two run-on sentences that should really be like a college thesis. <laughs> I can I tell. Talk. I, I think he just host. really, he just really wanted to rub the Saints thing in really hard. He just wound salt. Here you go. I mean, I have to talk about my boy Jameis because he's with W. Whatever the fuck he was doing, man. Just like I, I love the that. W. Shit. Let's <laughs> eat it. Yeah. Let's eat the W's. All right. Next up, Buffalo Bills, and as a show of me shutting up, I'm staying with the Bills. Love that defense. Love that offense. I love Stephon Diggs with Josh Allen. Kevin, standard bailing. I'm going to stay. I mean, Josh Allen's who they thought they were getting a couple years ago. That defense is phenomenal. Stefan Diggs is a huge pickup. Fair enough. Cruz. I'll definitely pour me another one, big guy. I'm staying. He, uh, they're the real deal. They're my AFC dark horse right now. I love it. All right. Final NFL team, Ravens. I am going to stay on Baltimore. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl Unless they figure out the pass. If they went out and got a clowny, then I said, you know what? Maybe they can get – their pass rush is not elite enough, and their back end, like Kevin said, is awful. Their, their secondary is great, but it's missing the back end safety. That's I blame Earl Thomas and his fun little parties with his brother. All right. That's your sentence. That's, no. <laughs> you stay, I'm bailing on the Ravens. Uh, I'm not bringing up uh, Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, but – until they can get past the Chiefs, they're 0-3 against Patrick Mahomes. Until they can get past the Chiefs, I'm not going to stay with them. There you go. All right, Cruz. Look, they were my Super Bowl pick. I'm staying with them. Kansas City is just great. You know, it's one game. I th- Look, when it comes to the playoffs, anyone can beat anybody. I'm, st- I'm, I'm staying. All right, there you go. All right, we're switching gears to um, to college. We're starting off with my Canes. Pretty repetitive show today, actually. Cruz, do you buy them as like a legitimate number three, two, depending on how Notre Dame actually, if they actually play a game or not? Um, do you buy them as like a not a like not they're not going to beat Clemson unless Clemson just completely throws their season away? Do you buy them as kind of a they're ba- like they're back enough to be relevant in the ACC? Oh, absolutely. No, they're All right. Yes, they are the real deal. They're young. They've recruited well. They uh, Manny Diaz is a he's great. King is a real deal. Dark horse Heisman guy right now. Yeah, they're Clemson better watch out is all I'm saying. Yeah, I still pick Clemson, but like they got to tread. Kevin, I know how much you love my hurricanes. You stay in a bailing on them. So. Uh, before I get my answer and get to the two cents minimum, I think it's really telling that you're like, are they a three or four team in arguably the worst conference in college football? <laughs> um, take out Clemson ACC is the worst, worst in the Pac-12 by a country mile. Um, but I'm bailing. 
I think they're going to get smacked around next weekend. It's going to be their first real competition. I think they're going to be shell-shocked. Wouldn't be surprised if they drop the one after the pit. I don't think they'll, they they usually have pits number as long as they're not ranked in the top five. Um, I am staying on my boys. Had to drop a cap for that one. Um, I love this team. The culture just feels different. It's it like it feels like the vibe of seventeen, but it's not like okay, which quarterback are we getting? They're like okay, we can rely on King. Let the defense go and have some fun, make plays, get turnovers. Let we can run the ball finally. It's it's a different vibe. Yes, Clemson is probably going to punch us in the mouth a little bit, but we'll probably get a couple uppercuts in ourselves because Clemson is still the most cocky team I've ever seen. Yes, they've had never had a legitimate contender go at them in the ACC in years, but Florida State basically with Jameis. But here's the thing. Leave it to my Canes to, you know, play them hard. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they, they might be within, like, six, six seven points, and it might give Trevor Lawrence some fits. I love that pass rush. Roche and Phillips are mean. If you can keep it a one-possession game going into the fourth quarter, I mean, anything could happen. It, it, you just can't – you just can't – you can't get off the bus and just let Clemson be Clemson. Because if you let Clemson be Clemson – they're going to run you out of the building. But if you looked over the last couple of years, they have struggled against ACC teams. Syracuse, two years in a row. North Carolina should have beat them last year. It, with the worst two-point conversion call I think I've ever seen. They can be beat. Okay, This is, this is not – they're not unstoppable. They can be beat. Trevor Lawrence, yes, he is going to be the number one overall pick, and he's going to get all these endorsement deals, and he probably has – the greatest flow I've ever seen in my life, but okay, come on. they can be beat. And I think Miami can be a problem. If Clemson takes them lightly, it could be like that Notre Dame Miami game in 2017, where the turnover chain comes out quite a bit. Oh my God. That game was so, I felt so bad for their quarterback. He looked just like, Somebody just like taking his taking his puppy away, like that poor kid looked defeated. Um, all right, uh, Jared, quick question: Was that one or two years after you became a Miami fan? I'm just checking. Um, I really never had a team before then. Kevin loves to take digs at me as much as possible when he's sick and tired of hearing me talk about Miami. I never had a team. I like rooted for players, and I became a fan in 15 after the, my first game as a Miami fan. By the way, Cruz was 56 nothing Clemson. That was my first game as a Canes fan, and I stuck with him. All right. <laughs> my second game was the Duke return, though. So, like, I, I mean, like. Should have been crazy. called back. Oh, my yeah. God, Kevin. There were Enough so many penalties in that play. The refs didn't Who call. Who cares? It was two, four years ago. <laughs> it was ago. Duke. Five years ago. <laughs> it, was four, it was four years ago. Who cares? All right. You're the one bringing it up. It was fun to watch. Don't be a cynic. All right. Mississippi State, are you buying? Are you selling? Are you staying? Are you calling your tab, man? On the pirate and his boys. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm closing out. I can't do it yet. I just can't. I think that they had just a great game plan and executed it to perfection and caught LSU riding a national championship hangover. Um, I can't. I got to close out. All right. Kev, I'm staying. Uh, look at Florida. 
the late 2000s, Urban Meyer brought the spread offense to the SEC a bit more. They were mostly running pro style then. Urban Meyer had a lot of success with the spread because SEC teams didn't really have to deal with that. I think air raid could be the same thing if executed correctly, and Mike Leach has a history of executing it correctly. With SEC offensive line, too, by the way. That's a big thing. I I don't hate that, but the problem is, though, is that, yes, he ran the air raid to perfection in the Big 12 and the Pac-12, where the defenses are nowhere near as good as this, who, granted, it's it's not like this is... Washington State coming, playing LSU, you know, once a year, let people get tape on you and get a, and give a defensive coach like Kirby Smart and Nick Saban time to prepare for you. It, it, it's not going to be good. Uh, I just I just think Mississippi State came in, shocked them, slapped them in the mouth and just shocked the world. I mean, it. Yes. Are they going to throw for 600 yards every game? Absolutely not. Um, but I will say this, though. Let Mike Leach get another year in, and if he just keeps it up, I mean, I let's just say I'm gonna I'm gonna not live to see 30 with the way my blood pressure will be in the SEC the next couple of years. All right, um, bartender. Oh wait, that's me. Um, I'm switching from beer. Uh, yeah, pour me some rum because it's a pirate's life for me. I I, <laughs> I love this. Shit so much. I love when th- new concepts come to the SEC because as much as I love – the SEC I respect so much because it's the closest thing to pro ball you get in the in college ball. You get it. You get the pro speed in the ACC and the pro style offenses, but you don't get the size of the players. You get that in the Pac-12, the, I mean the Big Ten, but they're all slow as hell. You get the combination of what the Big Ten and the ACC bring together in the SEC, and that's why it's just better football. But here's the thing. I love when people throw monkey wrenches in that shit. Like, I love that Urban Meyer came up with the spread. But the one thing I will come at your point, Cruz, is he is bringing in – it's not like he's recruiting Pac-12 guys to fight SEC guys. He's bringing in SEC guys to take on – I mean, they may not be four- and five-star guys like you boys over in Tuscaloosa get. But they're two- and three-star recruits who – a two- and three-star recruit going to an SEC team is like a five-star going to a Pac-12 team. So when it comes to offensive line and defensive line, I will buy it for – I'll buy it. I'm not thinking – they're not taking out Georgia. They're not taking out Alabama. But an Auburn, maybe. A Florida, I would put money on it. Like, it's it's what it is. I, it, they're they're going to be fun to watch. It's going to be the offensive show. So I'm for it. All I, right. I, want, I have one point about uh, Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. He made Tim Couch look like a number one overall pick using the air raid in the SEC. Make Gardner Minshew look like a number one pick. <laughs> I mean, he was a fifth geez. round pick, so you could attribute that to the Browns sucking at drafting quarterbacks. But I, I think he's shown he can do it well and have his quarterbacks be successful. Don't ask me how Kentucky did those two years because it doesn't back up my point. Yeah. All right. Last one. Hook em horns. Are we stay? All right, boys. Final one. We'll do a little shot of Texas whiskey. Kev, are you taking a shot for Texas or are you bailing? I'll do a shot for Texas. I think this was a hiccup. I think they're going to do fine. It's Cruz. All right, all right, all right. Someone want to someone wanna remind me who my uh, number four seed was get to get into the college football playoff? Was, oh, Jesus, I was waiting for him to bring this one up. Mm-hmm. It was Texas. 
hook them mm. horns, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. I told you Sam Ellinger is the real deal. Tom Herman has recruited. And guess what? I was counting on Spencer Radler to screw up. And what did he do? Yeah, screw up. Now, guess what? I'll one up you. From behind. Riggins forever, baby. Um, Texas forever. Texas forever. Yeah, uh, uh, that was no. thing. Back, pour me a double. That's how much I like it. I'll do a triple. I'm staying with Texas <laughs> because Oklahoma. <laughs> Kevin is a fucking wizard. He called Oklahoma losing to Kansas State, and I'm sorry, Spencer Rattler, dude, cut the braids, man. It just it, like it just. It, I'm gonna pull the Colin Cowherd backwards hat thing here, dude. Focus on the like. They just looked like something about. They looked off. Oklahoma didn't look like Oklahoma. And the thing is, Texas said, oh, you want to do horns down? We'll screw you up. We'll win. And I love Texas's offense. Sam Ellinger looked amazing in the end of the game. I- I'm buying it. Texas forever, baby. Let's go. For- I- I'm st- I'm going on the cruise bandwagon here. I'm taking Texas my Big 12 champ now. Also, a couple years ago when the Big 12 tried, or college football tried to make the horns down thing an unsportsmanlike penalty, that might be the softest thing I've ever seen in sports. I can't just almost except that. for LSU and no, almost except for OSU trying to trademark the. That was the soft. That's thing not soft though. That's trying to get trademark. It's stupid, <laughs> not soft. Yeah, no. Tom Tom Herman crying about doing horns down. But granted, you go back and watch that bowl game he did against Drew Locke, and he's on the sideline doing the little backpack thing, like making fun of Drew Locke. You know, he'll, he'll he won't he won't bring that up. But God forbid Will Greer or some other players decide to horns down after a huge win and he cries about it. Still, the great one of the greatest games I ever watched was that Will Greer touchdown oh, game. Thing of beauty, but no, yes, I'm telling you, Texas real deal. All right, Kev, you got some weird. Yes, Carson Wentz this weekend avoided some very, very bad company. Do you know who the last starting Eagles quarterback was to go 0 and 3? Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, 1999, baby. Last time he almost. <laughs> completed the cycle and coached the next Eagles quarterback to an 0-3 record. And I'm so upset it didn't happen. I'm glad you didn't make me guess because I was actually going to guess Kevin Kolb was the quarterback. <laughs> he played once he played, he played two games in that oh, season and Vic took over completely. Um, that's, I honestly, I knew that stack and they talked about it on Fox, on Fox that day. I was at the bar. Um, I also kind of remember that because that was like, like 2000, 2001 was like kind of the first time I started really like trying to watch football. I remember the Eagles had McNabb, but the Buccaneers were really good and the Rams and the Patriots, whatever. But um, all right, folks, Cruz, you got to treat your stand for the last call. Last drinks up. Let's keep that smooth jazz. Folks, um, I am an Eagles fan. We all know this. Kevin gets, Kevin gets annoyed by this. Some of you viewers leave the live stream after I start talking about this. Um, I love my birds. More than some of my extended family members. That's just the way it is. That's life. Um, last yet yeah, on Sunday, I ignored Kevin and every other idiot who texted me or tweeted at me after we tied the Bengals. And I was ready, boys, to light up Carson Wentz like it was a bad video game. It was gonna be awful. Here's the issue. I had a Cowboys fan walked up. I said this before the show. I had a Cowboys fan walked up and he said, "Listen." He kind of got himself out of trouble because um, he did. Fourth quarter shows up. He drives on the field. Nobody could get open. He 
couldn't run the ball because the offensive line looked atrocious. Runs in it from seven yards out. I had a mini heart attack when he dove. He got up. I'm fine. Um, my three targets today, boys, are Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, Jim Schwartz. Howie, for the love of God, if you don't call Cordy Glenn, I'm doing it for you. We need a tackle or a guard. Jeff Driscoll's a good replacement, but Jason Peters needs to give you his damn money back. He looked awful. He made Lawson look like an all-pro last night on Sunday. Two, Jim Schwartz. If you ever see him play damn sticks again, you should be fired. They have Giovanni Bernard. You knew they were going to run some kind of funky stuff against sticks. It's textbook. Come on. I only coached, like, flag football, and I knew that was coming. And last but not least, Doug... When Carson said, hey, it's 4th and 12. We just got a false start. Let's throw it. Our defense is playing great. You said punt for the tie. You suck. Stop playing like you're scared. If Carson's not scared about getting hurt again, you shouldn't be either. God. All right. That's it. I'm done with this. The Eagles, you know, like they better come out and fight like devils against the 49ers practice squad. Or I don't know what I'm going to do. It might be a whole Jack Daniels bottle being gone by Sunday night. Kevin, be nice. I, I can see the devil in your eyes starting to come up. So we'll make Cruz go first. Let's just do. Cruz, what? You good? <laughs> I am pissed. Like, tell, like, tell us how you really feel. Okay, I'm pissed. <laughs> and also, it's because I've been having to deal with knuckleheads like Kevin texting me and, like, you know, like, tweeting at me and stuff. I'm like, listen, for once, Carson wasn't the reason we lost. He came I Vintage Carson came back, so I defended him. Was he great in the first half? No. Were his interceptions his fault? Only about 70% of his fault. The first one. The second one. The first one was not his fault at all. That was tipped. You can't control that. That's just luck. Kev, I want you to be civil here because I know how much you just love shitting on any team I root for. But well, that's why I'm making Cruz go first. What do you got? I, I, I mean, I got to hear this theory of yours. So, look, I... I from someone who's having a pretty rough uh, pro football season. I get where you're coming from. It's not as bad, but I get it. Um, you guys sold your souls for 2017. Yeah. Uh, the moment Nick Foles left town, I mean, you guys sold your souls. Um, I would say in the next two weeks, might be just time to blow it up. I'm sorry. I, you, Carson Wentz is right now just looking like a shell of himself compared to what he looked like before he tore his ACL. And obviously, you know, an injury like that, you can't, you can't fault the guy. But I mean, you gotta, you gotta blow it up. You gotta trade. You gotta get some assets. You know, I, I know Zach Ertz is coming up. You know, get some picks. You guys should have taken Justin Jefferson in the draft, or even traded up and gotten rugs or something. Um, I mean, the kid you guys drafted out of TCU is hurt. Um, is Alshon hurt? Is he hurt too? Alshon comes back. Alshon should be back this week. You guys, week. Dallas Goddard's no. out. Buzz um, Lockett back next week. Rieger will be back in two weeks. The issue is, and I'm going to just cut you off about the Rieger-Jefferson pick. Jefferson looks good so far. Rieger, in the two games he's played, was Carson's favorite target. And Rieger honestly looked – Rieger played through a torn ligament in his thumb, which as a receiver just seems awful. Um – I'm not knocking the kid. I think he's he's definitely going to be a great player. I think just Philly got the bad luck of the draw. That the guy that passed on had a good week. I think Howie, I want to punch him in the face for passing on DK Metcalf for JJ. I can't catch a ball. Our Sega Whiteside. Um, 
I just like God. John Hightower, our sixth round pick, was butchering the Bengals secondary in those last two drives. Like I, that's just what Carson has to work with right now. I swear, like Howie Roseman needs to get into the room with Carson with a cage because. But the offensive line is bad. It's like us blocking for him. I feel like I I see him literally, like even Sanders, who's a top 10, 15 running back, is running for 10 yards with a guy draped on his back the entire time. So I just, it's it's awful. But Kev, you've been chomping in the bit. You have your mouth covered, which means you're about to spew some venom. So uh, just be easy on me before I mute you. I'm actually making sure I'm right on something. Because there's an old stat that was NFL quarterbacks, most NFL players, linemen are a little different, but NFL quarterbacks after one ACL tear are like 85% of them come back full strength, same player. It's when you get, once you get into two or three, that's when it becomes an issue. I think this weekend, yes, the first pick wasn't Carson Wentz's fault. However, I think the run was good to see him running for a touchdown. That's kind of what we saw in 2017. He still liked doing. He would still run. My concern, however, is, yes, that one pick, not his fault. Do you know what percentage of Carson Wentz's passes are picked off this year? It's high as shit. 4.5. Do you yeah, know what awful. percentage of his passes go for touchdowns? Like 2.5 or something like that. 2.3. That's his career low for touchdown percentage and career high for interception percentage. I'm not saying they should trade Carson. I'm not saying they should bench Carson. However, something needs to change. They need to make a change. I don't care if they fire Doug Peterson. I don't care if they fire his offensive coordinator. I don't care if they trade Zach Ertz for a receiver or something or alignment. I think Carson Wentz still is a talented player who should be starting in the NFL. Carson Wentz today shouldn't be because he doesn't have the help around him or the play calling from Look, a couple weeks ago, it was third and short consistently, and I don't know if it's the play calling, if it's Doug Peterson telling Carson what to do, or if it's Carson not being able to read a defense. Third and short, don't be taking deep shots downfield. If it's there, take it. But if it's not there, the first time, don't keep trying it. That's, yeah, that's the first time I've actually completely agreed with almost everything you've said come out of your mouth about my deals. And I honestly want to shake your hand through the screen right now. Um, you're right. They didn't, they, didn't make a, they didn't even make a move. It's on Howie. Like, they couldn't move the football without giving it to Blunt on short. They went and got a Jahi three years ago. They had a problem in the slot. They went and got Golden Tate. Like, go out and make a move. They went and got Hakeem Butler today to back up Goddard, you know, backup Ertz, and Hakeem Butler is a modified tight end. He looks like something out of our Madden League. But I, I want to see something. Boys, trade deadlines in three weeks, like, or four weeks. Like, Howie, do something. Make a move. Protect your franchise, or else Jeffrey Lurie's going to put you in a firing squad. If I'm them, I call Cleveland and ask what they want for Jarvis Landry. I ask what they want for Odell Beckham. Well, with Odell balling out the way he has the last couple of weeks, I don't see it. But I will say this Baker's is that better target, though. That's the issue. Who's Baker's favorite target? Jarvis. I, uh, well, I, I've just lo- I've watched the Browns the last couple of weeks with the play action game opening up due to Chubb and and Hunt being probably the best one-two back combo in the league right now. You know, it's open up with the play action and I've seen Odell the last two weeks have really benefit from it. I would say though, is that look, I think long-term Cleveland would prefer to keep OBJ 
So Fair. I'm gonna. So I'm saying, and plus not to mention, I think if you try to go get OBJ, they would rob you at gunpoint. Um, oh yeah. So so I say. So I think there are three people you should try and go get, and it's probably gonna result in you giving up Hertz or uh, a Fletcher Cox or uh, a Derek Barnett or somebody. You call yeah, no, Cleveland. I, we're gonna have to give up. I can see them even dealing Coleman, Nakura with Coleman, because he just he looks lost in our defense. Yeah. I don't know if they used to hide him in LA's defense, but like Schwartz is putting him on islands against slot receivers, and I watched LA cook him. They knew what they were going at. Like Slay's playing out of his mind. Slay played with a elbow that got bent back almost 90 degrees, came in and made one of the biggest plays of the game, and then. We have our backup safety making ridiculous swats. Like our defense is playing great somehow. Now they woke up in the second half, the second half of the game. After that second touchdown, they're like, "All right, this is enough is enough. We're done." But like, I think there's something in the locker room. Somebody's got to say something. It's got to be like what I, when Wentz and Cox got or whoever got up and talked to them after they lost to Miami. This has got to be that moment. That's what it's going to come down to. It's a culture thing. It's not just going to get a guy. I think Cordy. They should be calling. Cordy Glenn tomorrow and be like, hey, when can you come in to sign with us? Like, we need some help. Jack Driscoll might be a great te- um, offensive lineman. He played great against Chase Young in his first ever game. But Matt Pryor should be left off the tarmac for going offsides. Because um, Elliott, 60% shot hits that field goal. And we're not having this conversation. We might still have him part of this. But that's it, guys. Cruz. Thank you so much for stopping by, man. We'll definitely have you back. We're talking playoff bowls and everything else in between. Uh, and also probably at some point in between because, you know, me and Kevin just love having you on host on the show with us. Uh, Kevin, you got anything else before we blow off? No. I love having right. Cruz on. Uh, I tweeted, my goal is to make this an all-Alabama podcast, and we're getting there. <laughs> we got some more I Alabama followers. I will before that happens. Give me liberty or give me death. Look, our best episode, we focused heavily on Alabama. I will say this too. I have confirmation. And look, I, I will I will pull it up now. Uh, and I appreciate you guys having me back on. But I just want to let all the, the haters know and everything like that. Mac Jones likes the tweets. He does. So. Tell him he's got to like our podcast. So. I, you know what? Hey, look, I, I endorse Mac Jones for a podcast to like, okay. Cruz, does he follow you yet? Oh, he's, he's followed me for a while. Um, it was funny. So I, I, I'm gonna hold it up to the, let's see. I'm gonna hold it up there. He tweeted me the day they were doing the, we want to play movement. And he tweeted me that he's reading the tweets and he's, you know, they're getting him excited to play ball and everything like that. So, you know, I, I've always been kind of worried. It's like, man, I really hope he, these don't annoy him or anything like that. But he's a fan of them. Uh, look, folks, Julius Mur- Murderball is back. Uh, please don't tweet me about the Saints. I'm uh, not re- really ready to talk about it. And uh, I, appreciate, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me back on. You know, I always, you know, love being back on. Uh, you know, love being right. You know, I went back and listened today and feel pretty good about a lot of the things we talked about the last time. <laughs> I still feel good about that A&M pick after barely beating uh, Vandy. Uh, I might want to delete that, yeah. Well, to be fair. I'm good about that A&M game, guys. Come on. <laughs> to be fair, A&M was supposed to play Bama the second to last week of the season. Not the second week of the season. 
So, so they get killed earlier. I know, but I, I had them being undefeated going into that game. So, yes, it messes up my picks a little bit. Obviously, they... Fandy, I thought Fandy should have won that game. Uh, but I feel pretty good about it. Alabama looks great. I'm happy. Uh, Stanley Cup champs, Rays, World Series champs. Heat and six, calling it right now. So, heat and seven. Heat and six, heat and seven. Uh, Jimmy Butler's a goat. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Jimmy Butler has won me over after the Minnesota debacle. I have... Re-lo- I have re-initiated my love for Jimmy Butler. I, oh, so weird. did you see Andrew Wiggins talked about that recently? Oh boy, it's the Jimmy Butler I, guy. Yeah, he's rooting for the Heat. He has no issues with Jimmy Butler at all. Yeah, I feel like that was honestly just professionalism. I don't care. I don't know. I don't. I don't care anymore. Honestly, about Wiggins. Don't listen to Colin Coward. He looked great with a backwards hat on. Damn straight. All right. Um, I have long hair. He'd be ripping me for that first. Um, and I wear my chain outside my shirt. Cowherd would go have a field day on me for how I look, even though his I daughter, basically his daughter would probably like it. Oh no, I I, I will try to slide in Liv's DMs at least once in the next year. <laughs> all right. That all wraps it up, folks. I'm Jared. That's Kev. That's Cruz. We're out. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.